Hi there, I'm Shelly, a military wife and a mother of two, and I'm so glad you listeners are coming along with us each week on this journey of discovering what really matters in life from a biblical and a practical perspective. It's great to have my friend Becky back here today. How's it been going for you? Going great. You were telling me recently that you have an opportunity to share with a group of ladies and asked if you could uh, share that devotional in an episode here. So yeah, I'm delighted to hear what God's been teaching you. And uh, what is your topic? It's on 1 Corinthians 13 on love. Okay, well, that's very fitting. Uh, Some places around the world may be celebrating Valentine's Day. And, uh, you know, just thinking about charity, about love, and the significance, the meaning of it. Sometimes we may look for love in all the wrong places, but there really is an unconditional and a love that surpasses all others. So I'm excited to hear what God's laid on your heart. Um, Tell me a little about this uh, group of ladies that you'll be talking to. Yes, it's a group of ladies. Uh, They all have children with special needs um, or disabilities of some kind. Um, I'm not a mom, but I'm still a part of the group. And I've really enjoyed being a part of the group for the last year and a half. How did the group get started? Uh, The group started out of my church, Faith Baptist Church, um, several years ago, probably 20 years ago. And there was a lady in our church that had a, a daughter with special needs who used to go to our special needs school, Hidden Treasure Christian School, that my dad started when I was five years old. And she, this girl is now in her 40s, and her mother takes care of her faithfully. Her husband has passed away, and so she takes care of her by herself. And it's called Moms in Holland because Holland is a beautiful place. But it's not a place where you expected to go. You had a ticket to go somewhere else, um, to maybe to Australia or someplace. But but the plane took you to Holland. And it's not where you expected to go. It's not where you wanted to go. But when you're there for a little while, you find out that it's still a very beautiful place to be. And it's still a place where you can be used of God. And it's still a place that is just as lovely and just as beautiful even though it wasn't what you expected or wanted Hmm. and it's much the same for a person who has a child with special needs it might not be what they expected what they wanted but it's what god had for them and it's still a beautiful beautiful destination i like how those two compare together um just a destination that you aren't anticipating on going to but when you get there you realize that there are some amazing things that are around and uh blessings mm -hmm. many so many blessings and to see and um, so many beautiful things about it even though it might not be what we uh thought thought we wanted or expected it's what god has for us right there could be emotions like disappointment or maybe fear of the unknown. I think of moms who have had children with special needs, and maybe those are some of the emotions that they might be feeling. You know, here they have this little life that is going to need extra care and not knowing how to care for that child with special needs. With your group of ladies, they're able to network and they're able to fellowship and realize 
hey, we're not alone and we can, you know, find strength and find encouragement from one another, um, yes. even tips on how to care. Um, even though I'm not a mom, I still uh, have enjoyed being a part of the group and being encouraged by them and what they have gone through. And they can be encouraged by what I've gone through, even though I've not had the same experiences as they have had. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you've benefited from your mom caring for you. And uh, as you've mentioned in your past episodes about the house fire that your family went through and how your mom showed really the ultimate love to uh, lay down her life and to, um, you know, care for you through the fire and after the fire. And so, yeah, and my mom as well. She has a son who has special needs, and my mom is 79, and my brother is 37, and yet she still cares for him. And just seeing her, uh, just her caring and unselfish spirit is truly amazing, and it's a great example to so many people. Well, I'm excited to hear what God's, you know, laid on your heart that you're going to share with the ladies on Saturday. Yes, I want to share about 1 Corinthians 13, um, the love chapter. Um, Valentine's Day is, is a, the holiday of love, but so sadly it's been so commercialized and we don't focus on the Christian aspect of what love is. Mm-hmm. But in 1 Corinthians 13, uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful love chapter. It's The first verse says, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity, I am becoming a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. So these verses tell us that gifts and talents, they're just noise and they're empty and they're meaningless if they're not done out of love for God and others. Verse 3 tells us, And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. So we see from this verse that giving and sacrificing are empty and meaningless if they're not done out of love for God and others. My mom is a beautiful example of this. She literally gave her body to be burned to save my life. Uh, John fifteen thirteen says, Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. I will always love my mom and cherish my mom for, for what she did. Um, she was a beautiful woman before the house fire and after the house fire. But, I mean, of course, the house fire left her with scars. But she was willing to do that to save my life, to rescue me so that I could live. Um, verse 4 says, Charity suffers long and is kind. Charity envious not, charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up. Charity separates long, that means that it's patient, it's steadfast, it's humble, it's calm, it does not complain, it is not hasty or impetuous, it is willing to wait. Charity is kind, love is kind, it's sympathetic, it's helpful, it's compassionate, it's gentle, it's loving, it's caring. Love does not envy. It's not jealous, but it's happy for others when others get what it wants. Charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up. It does not brag or boast about itself. It is not conceited. 
It does not call attention to itself or show off. It is humble. So a key word in all of these characteristics of love is that it's humble. Hmm. Um, love does not behave itself unseemly. Love seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil. Does not behave itself unseemly. That means that it's not rude or unbecoming. Love does not seek her own, means that it's not selfish. I think of the Proverbs 31 woman, how she was dignified, graceful, industrious, and she had right priorities. Love is not easily provoked. It means that it doesn't let the little things bother it. It's not peevish or short-tempered. Love thinks no evil. It thinks and assumes the best about the one loved. Love rejoices not in iniquity, but it rejoices in the truth. Love does not rejoice in ours or someone's sin, or we don't condone it, but rather it encourages righteous living in others and ourselves. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love doesn't give up. It's faithful and committed. Verse 8 says, Charity never faileth, but whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. Love never fails means that we can love others fervently, but we will often fail because we are not perfect. But God's love is perfect and constant and everlasting. Verse 13 says, And now abideth faith, hope, charity, these three, but the greatest of these is charity. So of faith, hope, and love, love is the greatest because it's what caused Jesus to die for our sins. Of the three characteristics, love is the one that is eternal and is a communicable attribute of God. When we get to heaven and we see Jesus face to face, we won't need to hope anymore and we won't need to have faith anymore because our faith will be made sight. That's wonderful. And as you were talking about love and all of the characteristics and how love is unselfish and it's long suffering and patient and it can be overwhelming, right? We can we can be like, well, I'm I'm incapable. I can't love like that. But I think of First uh, John four eight, and it says God is love. And so if you read First Corinthians thirteen again, and you put God in each of those words where love is or charity is, yeah, then it's doable. And we realize we cannot love others apart from Christ, apart from God, that we need his help. And uh, when we're in a situation that it's hard to love someone, um, we really just have to stop and say, Lord, I can't do this in and of my own strength. I don't have this kind of love and allow him to just work through us. Yes, yes, it definitely um, takes God grace. There have been many times in my life, uh, even recently, when I've had to to pray and ask God, please help me love this person, and he does, and he gives grace. Yes, you were talking about um, the scars uh, that were left on your mom, you know, when she uh, went through that fire with you, and she was beautiful before and she was beautiful after. And love is not something that's external. It, it has to be from within. It has to come from a heart that is changed by God. And the scars that were left behind on your mom, well, 
I was thinking about the scars that Jesus had, you know, after he went to the cross. He loved us enough to leave heaven, come to this earth, become a man, and die on the cross because he was the only perfect sacrifice. And the scars are left on his hands from the nail prints and in his side from, you know, the spear. And he has those scars that prove his love for us. And uh, one day we'll see those, you know, and we'll kneel at his feet where we'll see the scars. And uh, just thinking about that ultimate love, we don't deserve it. I was thinking about another aspect of love. Um, as parents, we say, oh, I love my children so much. And yet when they're doing wrong and we don't do anything about it, do we really love them? Are we really showing that we care about their soul when we let people know uh, that they're doing wrong, I think that's another aspect of love. Um, it's a hard love. It's a tough love to tell someone that they're doing wrong, but that's what God's word is to us, right? It admonishes us and it points out um, where we need correction. And uh, the Bible in Hebrews even tells us that whom the Lord loves, he chastens. So yeah, I think that's a a harder type of love, too, <laughs> to tell someone that they're wrong. Yes, um, it does need to be done in gentleness and in mm -hmm. kindness. And um, the other person needs to know that you love them. Mm -hmm. And that's why you're admonishing them and correcting them because you want what is best for them. Right. Absolutely. Well, yeah, those are great thoughts on love, even asking God to help us, whatever relationship, whether we're married or not, whether we have a special friend or not, um, to love there, you know, there's people all around us in our neighborhood or in our church or friends, family members that we can show kindness to even strangers. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to how God will use that word and use your thoughts to help us Yes, thank you. Thank you for allowing me to share my thoughts, for having me on your show again. I've enjoyed it. Yeah, um, you've been a great blessing to me over the years and just seeing your godly example. And I know to so many other people who are blessed by your presence. Thank you. One of the wisest men who ever lived was King Solomon. In his book of Ecclesiastes found in the Bible, Solomon talks about sorrows and the futility of a life without God. And in his concluding verses in the book of Ecclesiastes, King Solomon says, Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. Until next time, look to the Lord, because it does matter. Bye for now. God bless you all.